Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to another episode of That It Tells All. And just like I tell you every Tuesday, I am so happy you're here and that you decided to click play and listen in to this week's episode. If you're listening on the day that this episode came out, then you just came out of a Halloween weekend just like myself. And I hope that you had a great weekend. I got to spend it with my family. We did all the Halloween stuff. Every year we have um, a family Halloween party. And my sister makes this zombie punch. And some of you probably know about the zombie punch because I've told you about it before. And it's so dang delicious. But it is so dang dangerous (laughs) because it will knock you on your butt if you have way too much. Um, Every year we have a a punch victim, let's say, um, where they think that they can handle the punch and... Let me tell you, the punch has won every time. (laughs) So uh, thank you to my sister Mitzi for providing the festivity refreshments every year. And yeah, so what else have we got going on this weekend? I stopped by summer shredding. I, it was, man, listen, summer shredding is such an amazing show. And I had planned to be there a lot longer than the short amount of time I was there, but Due to some unforeseen circumstances, I was not able to get there earlier, so I only caught a little bit of it, and I'm so bummed, but the good thing is that summer shredding happens every year, so I will be back, (laughs) I will be there, and um, it doesn't, I mean, I still obviously watched everyone's Instagram stories and everyone's posts, and it was just so freaking amazing to see the things that people do when they believe in themselves, when they stick through it, no matter how hard it gets, when they have their mindset right, and they just work for what they want. So, you know, just go click on, just go search the summer shredding hashtag, and you will see everything from figure to bikini to transformation. Every single person who was there absolutely killed it so I definitely definitely recommend that you go check it out speaking of summer shredding my guest today um, actually competed in summer shredding in 2020 so I'm excited for you to hear his story his journey and everything having to do with just weight loss and bodybuilding 
Before we get to that part of the episode, I do want to remind you, if you could, please go give this episode five stars. If you are on Apple Podcasts, subscribe if you're on Spotify, leave a comment, give me a like on Instagram, share the episode with someone who might find it relatable or helpful because it really does help the podcast grow. And as you guys know that this is my baby, this is my passion project, and I definitely want to put this in the hands or ears of more people. So thank you so much for taking the time and doing that for me. Um, I will be reading uh, reviews on air again soon. So if you want to drop me, you know, a quick little review over on Apple Podcasts, I will start reading those um, here on the show. All right. So without further ado, let's get into it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, guys. Today's guest is an amazing inspiration in the weight loss community having lost 290 pounds. He's an athlete, a bodybuilder, and overall a badass person, Alex Poro. Welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, guys. We started and I forgot to hit record. So we are <laughs> recording this Part intro two, again. Two. Part two. <laughs> but I'm glad you're here. Like I told you before, I'm glad you're here. And then um, I asked you, like, where in the world are you? Because you're currently sitting in your car, which thank you yeah. so much for <laughs> joining. No worries. Um, so I literally just got home um, from the Olympia up in Orlando, but home is uh south florida i'm like an hour north of uh miami about two three hours south of orlando just to you know so people can get like a picture of it um but yeah just i'm literally just got home so i hopped <laughs> in the truck because it's it's a lot of noises going on at home so i'm glad i'm here and uh glad to you know chat it up a little bit yeah you live a fast-paced life for sure <laughs> So let's start with some background info for you. For my followers who don't know who you are or, you know, don't follow you on Instagram, just tell us who you are, like what you do, what's your passion. Um, let's start there. Okay. Um, so my name is Alex Poro, but a lot of people know me as Poro. Um, and it's kind of funny, like I've just always gone by that. Um, like I don't have a special losing weight like instagram name like my instagram was always just my personal page um i think i already said i'm 29 years old uh but most of the listeners who are going to be listening are here for weight loss um so just under five years ago i was doing a delivery for work and i stepped on a pallet scale and the pallet scale read 480 pounds and there was a couple pictures before that where I was at a wedding that was clearly much bigger. Uh, so I was probably well into my fives. Um, but you know, the important part is it's a weight loss journey. And, you know, like I said, almost five years now I have at the peak lost 290 pounds, um, with my last bodybuilding competition, which I know we're going to talk about. 
Um, I got all the way down to 190. So going from 485 plus down to 190, that was wild enough. But, you know, the important part is keeping it off and building these healthy habits and finding, like you said, things that you're passionate about. So I'm passionate about lifting heavy weights extremely early. Um, I, I train at 4 a.m. in the morning um, just because uh, that's just when I can fit it in because, you know, I have a regular nine to five, just a regular guy. And, you know, I think my story just speaks volumes because like literally you yeah. did it, anybody could do it. There's, you can call it an excuse, but every either way, you're going to have to find a way to get things done. Agreed. Agreed. I want to touch back on a couple of things that you mentioned. Um, The first thing you mentioned, or not the first thing, but one thing that you said is that at your peak, you were, you had Mm -hmm. lost 290, but you haven't maintained that 290. Uh, You mentioned that you are comfortable or that you're, you maintain at a different weight, which I think is important because a lot of people can go and lose a lot of weight. At my peak, I lost probably close to 90 pounds. I'm nowhere near that now. Um, I went back up and I sit where I'm comfortable now. So kind of tell us a little bit about that. Cause, cause 190 was your, your 190 weight was your, um, competition weight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I know we're going to go more into depth on like bodybuilding all that in a little bit, but, um, yeah, like you said, you have a comfort weight and for me functioning, not being able to drag, like I said, I wake up extremely early. So I train and then I'm on the road always. Um, so just having an allotment that we'll call it, you know, of calories that you're consuming and, you know, your body weight and the calories you're bringing in, that's your energy. That's your energy source. So when I was at that low, like you said, it was competition weight, 190, I knew that wasn't going to last. Like, <laughs> Um, I, I was shredded. I, I, I got all the way down. Um, and it was hard because it was kind of like a vacation thing with me and my girlfriend. Like I was just, I wasn't miserable, but she wanted to go out and explore cause we were in Vegas. And I was just like, oh, man, I don't have any energy. Like you, you're sipping on water and all this other stuff. And, um, like I said, we'll get into that, like bodybuilding and stuff, but yeah, I mean, everybody has that bubble number. So for me, I'm most comfortable at, uh, 210, 215. Um, and right now, a couple, a couple months after my show, I'm not going on a bulk, but I'm slowly going up. So I'm like at maintenance right now. And my goal is from the jump, like my goal was, I didn't have a time frame. for some reason from 480, I picked the number 225. It's like, Hey, I want to get down to 225. I think a good looking man weighs mm-hmm. like 225. So that's just the number I picked. So I want to slowly get up to 225, get stronger, and then, you know, hover mm-hmm. a little bit, cut back down to like 215. So yeah. it's funny that you say that you just that you picked a number because I did the same thing. Yeah. I remember, which I hate the BMI scale, but I remember when I first started to lose weight, they handed me a BMI like scale, or whatever. And then yeah. for like my height and age, I was supposed to be like 115, 110 pounds. Yeah, like nothing. Yeah. yeah I was like, no. no. <laughs> So I picked, I picked 160 because I figured that was like, that was a good number. And I mean, I hit the 160, but man, it was not sustainable. So like I sit comfortably at like 185 ish, depending. And obviously like I have more muscle now than I did then. So obviously that's going to weigh more, but yeah, I just picked a random number just like you. (laughs) 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that, I, I mean, we can go on for days, but there's a lot of things in like health and nutrition that are completely outdated. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think my, yeah, I don't even remember what my number was, but I think probably like 175. I'm good. Yeah. Like I look, <laughs> I looked pretty, I looked pretty sick at like 190. You did. So like, you looked amazing like, at that show. Yeah. I was like, I'm not trying to get down to 175 and look, well, I don't know. I can't even imagine. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Let's start. Um, let's start from the very beginning from, from when you decided to start losing weight. So you mentioned okay. that you stepped on the palette scale. Was that like your, your light bulb moment, your aha, <clears throat> or did it come after that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, um, I still have the same job. I don't know how they hired this 500 pound guy to be a delivery driver. Um, it's actually like a family friend. So that's how, um, but yeah, I was literally making a delivery to a warehouse and I, I don't know what was, what I was thinking, but I just stepped on a pal scale and I saw 480 and I kind of just like, emotionally like shut down um because like you know you're that you know mm-hmm. y- you look in the mirror every day but I just didn't know a number because every year going to the doctor from a physical the scale only went 350 so it's kind of like a guessing game I was like oh yeah I'm like 360 I'm like yeah obviously way over that um so yeah that was kind of that was my aha moment my my rock bottom um was just seeing that number it's like I really and I don't know how I'm alive right now. I have no clue how I'm alive right now. And, um, you know, went home and kind of just shut down. Didn't really talk to anybody. Just went to bed. And uh, like I said, this my Instagram has always been like a personal account, but I just started looking at like hashtag weight loss, boom, boom, boom. And I came across all the big pages. I'm like, I DM them, didn't get a response. And now I get, I get that. You know what I mean? I get how hard it is when you're having so many people ask you, the same things, but it's like, you know what, let me just take little things from Instagram, from YouTube and kind of just figure it out. So, you know, my first month I lost 40 pounds, just, you know, cutting out all the cereal snacks and switching just to water, you know, cutting all the liquid calories mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just find a sustainable way of eating. Like I never really followed keto or any specific diet I just knew hey I need to quit eating out of boxes and eating frozen foods and drinking chocolate milk and soda and just those I mean when you're that big and you go cold turkey it fell off mm-hmm. so I lost 265 in 15 months and hit that number that we talked about hit 225 and you know just over the years like just kept going kept going like I never thought that I would be doing bodybuilding competitions, but you know, a mutual friend of ours was doing one. And I was like, Hey, it's like, why not? And I just went out and signed up and just facing new challenges and doing new things and just, you know, yeah. Always moving. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that you, um, you did your research and you took pieces here and there from, you know, what you saw online, at any mm-hmm. point, did you ever have like a coach or a trainer? Cause you lift now. And the number yeah. one question that I always get is like, how do I learn to lift? <laughs> and I mean, I yeah. have my answer from my personal experience, but like for you, what did that look like learning how to properly, like, you know, hold something or do a movement and, um, you know, activating the muscles. Did you have any help with that? Or did you just kind of still figure that out on your own too? 
Yeah, I mean, so my and like my fitness uh, journey has changed a whole lot. Um, so from the very beginning, it was just I don't want to say embarrassment because I think one of my biggest things, like I never really cared what people thought. Like I was 500 pounds on the beach, no shirt. I was always the fat kid at the pool, no shirt. I don't really care. And I think that was like a problem. It was like, damn, like maybe if I cared what people thought, I would have taken care of myself. Mm -hmm. um, but so from the beginning, it was kind of just walking the neighborhood, which uh, progressed to doing 20 flights of stairs, which progressed to the apartment complex uh, gym to Planet Fitness. and you know, just taking little things here and there. Um, and I didn't specifically have a coach until my last two competitions, because that's when I wanted to start taking things a little serious mm -hmm. and like try and see how I could take things to a next level. Um, but along the ride, like I switched after Planet Fitness, I switched to um, CrossFit, which, you know, there's coaches because CrossFit, there's some crazy things and you definitely want to make sure you don't hurt yourself. But, you know, I feel like and, you know, it's almost 2022, but like in 2021, like everything you have, everything you can need is practically on the internet. Obviously, if you feel uncomfortable, you could definitely get that hands-on approach. But, you know, I kind of just learned a lot of things as far as, you know, what foods are triggers and to stay away from them and like gym etiquette, you know, not etiquette, but yeah, gym etiquette and, you know, form and all that stuff. Um, just picking up things from the internet. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And I tell people that all the time too. Like there is a world of resources at your fingertips, literally in the palm of your hand and your phone. Yeah. You just have to like take that step, have that initiative to go seek yeah. the information because it's everywhere. Um, yeah. But I didn't know that you did CrossFit. That's cool. That's that's how I learned how to live. Yeah. So I always say people, are, yeah. well, I just learned to CrossFit and then I just took yeah. what I learned and apply it now. Yeah. No, I got, I still have like the box, the box jump uh, scars on my shin. So that's what <laughs> never going back. Maybe. At one point, I remember we did one of the wads for the open and I legit thought I had rhabdo after it. Ah. I like laid out on the floor and then all of a sudden I got these chills all over my ah. body and ah. I couldn't get up and I couldn't eat. Like I couldn't even drink the water because I was so nauseous. Um, and then I ended up having a fever. So I went home and my sister's a nurse. So she started freaking out because she was like, you have rhabdo, you have rhabdo, you're going to die. Ah. Um, but no, I had the flu, but I guess it, I exhausted myself after that wad that that's yeah. when I finally felt the symptoms of the flu. But yeah, so oh, you yeah. have shin scars. I have rhabdo slash flu memories. We all, yeah, we all, we all have our stories, like rope climb, <laughs> like all the, the, you know, the calluses, I never did yeah. Hand, yeah, I never did like handstand pushups or anything, but like toast bar, like cows from toast yeah. bar, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I've been considering going back because I do miss it. I miss that time period when I had that yeah. community, you know, yeah, working no, it's together. Definitely, it's, yeah. it's a lot different. Mm -hmm. I think that's the one thing, like, just because somebody's morbidly obese, like, still having that community around you, everybody pushing each other, all the modifications. Like, CrossFit is for everybody. Like, you know, there's things that I even avoided, and I was pretty, you know, good. Like I said, like, rope climbs, handstand push-ups, and I was like... Yeah, I wasn't yeah. doing that either. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll do the modification. Thank you. So did yeah. I. I did all the scaled stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to scale. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so what, um, what was like the hardest part of going through the weight loss portion of your journey? Was it the eating? I guess, yeah, like what was the hardest part? Um, I don't know if it's necessarily 
the hardest part. Um, but, and a lot of things, a lot of times, like I, I, I don't deep, I don't dig deep into it, but, um, my journey has always been an extremely like lonesome one. Um, just because I was married at one point, um, early on in, uh, the journey and, you know, not that my partner then wasn't supportive, um, but I was so focused on weight loss, having all the healthy food in the gym, going to the gym, getting all that in. And it was kind of just, you know, it was me. It was me, you know, mm-hmm. they had their own foods, all that other stuff. And then just the constant changing of, okay, once that ended and went that certain way, which had to, um, just adapting and like forever changing, like, okay, did this. Now I got to find something else because I can't get comfortable. And then like the pandemic hit and I was like, shit, I was like, literally my, my job closed up and I was stuck at home. Gyms were closed. I needed to find something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So just constantly gyms closing down, picking new goals. It was just like a constant battle. Like, okay, I can't sit here too long because not that I'm going to slip into old ways, but it's just like, I need to find something. I need, I need, I, need, I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's one of my plan of work, plan of words, like my shirt, you know, just my thing is always hungry just because yes. I always want something else. Um, I feel like complacency and comfort kills um, quite literally, you know, if you're, if you're comfortable, just sit down on the sofa all day and you just keep slamming food. That, that was my problem. That's how I almost got to 500 pounds. So yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that you said that one that complacency kills because I am totally on the same page with you when it comes to that. I believe the same thing. I'm always trying to um, what up myself, level myself up, learn a new skill, you know, and and fitness is a big part of my life. So I do yeah. always try to challenge myself there. But I also, but try to, yeah, right. And I always yeah. try to challenge myself with other things too. Um, like this podcast, you know, that was something that was a something that I always wanted to do. But it, like it, it was going to require me stepping out of my comfort zone It's going to require me learning how to do like the technical side of podcasting. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I love that you say that. And then I love that you have that on your shirts um, because I think if people didn't know what you're referring to and, you know, yeah. it just is like always hungry they're they're probably thinking that, you know, you're referring to yeah. food or fitness, but it's, yeah. it's so much bigger than that. Yeah, no, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Um, what has your, how has your mentality changed since losing the weight? Uh, so like, that's, that's another thing is like, obviously you reach out to me. It's cause like, you see a lot of mindset stuff that I post and, um, you know, just kind of like the mindset, like, like of kind of what you said, it's like, not everything is weight loss. Like, cool. I've lost the weight. Um, I really don't. You know what I mean? You you try and you motivate and inspire as many people as possible. And, you know, we know off Instagram, like, it's great. You post a transformation side by side. You're going to get a lot of, you know, people drawn to it, you know, comments, likes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be like, wow, it's amazing. But you also want to just post like your outside of the outside mm-hmm. of the weight loss type of stuff. Like, what are you working out? You know what I mean? Like, I still am in you know the pattern not the pattern but just trying to figure out what's next um like i said you know curveballs happen i know you have your um your story and you know like i said i was married 
Um, I was holding on to um, my house for a while. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just like throwing money away. Like, cool. I, you know, I lost the weight. And this is completely like sidetracked. It's like, I'm just throwing money away. So one thing that I've been struggling with is like, I've been living back at home and I'm 29 years old. And like, I've, like I said, like I've lost the weight by myself. I like to think of myself as like a really driven you know, solo individual. So it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard living back at home and, you know, feeling like I'm kind of like have a freeway. So just trying to figure out what I want to do next as far as a career move um, Mm -hmm. and just continually growing. So like mindset is, you know, not feeling comfortable, but also, you know, taking in everything with a grain of salt, like, okay, this happened. I need to be here but I need to keep working. I need to, you know, reach different aspects and really tap into my potential and figure out, you know, who Alex Poro is and, um, you know what I mean? Like what makes me tick, what, what motivates me, what inspires me to keep going. And then also looking back and being like, Hey, what got me to the point of how I got to four eight and just really digging deep and understanding myself as an individual. Yeah. I think there's so much pressure from these social norms that we have to like be a certain way or reach certain milestones by a certain time. And that, that sometimes even up until now, sometimes it does get to me. Um, you mentioned that you, you live at home and I lived at home too. Um, cause I mean, I had my son when I was little and then uh, when I was young, so then I had to when I was in college, I lived at home. Once I graduated mm-hmm. college, I couldn't just, you know, magically move yeah. out of home. I had to still live at home for a few years after that while, you know, I got on my feet. And it was hard because I was seeing all my friends, you know, getting married, buying houses, having babies. Yeah. And here I am stuck at mom and dad's house. And, and like, some people love it, Some, but like, <laughs> I don't know if I don't want to bring race into it, either, but I think it's like a culture of just like, I don't know, like, I feel like the Latin, like the Cuban in me, just, I I want, I just want to get up. I want to, I almost was going to buy a house uh, in the beginning of the pandemic, but forget about it now because everybody and their mom is moving down to South Florida because we're free. Like, Texas is the same. Texas is exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was going to, but I was like, you know what, let me just chill. Let me keep on stacking some money and, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes we do have to like take a step back, reflect and make those tough, but smart choices. And it sounds like you're on the right path. Let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about summer shredding. Um, Mm -hmm. So for those of you who don't know, summer shredding is a bodybuilding competition that Christian Guzman, um, owner of Alphalete, puts on every year. And when I say bodybuilding, like they have all sorts of different categories of bodybuilding, um, but they also have like a transformation bodybuilding portion of the, of the competition. Um, And that's the one that you did the transformation one, correct? I did. Yeah. So uh, I I, actually, are you, uh, I know you're, what part of Texas are you in? I'm in Houston. Okay. So are you going to be at the show in October? I will. I will. Nice. I'll be there. I'll be there. Um, So, so yeah. um, And I've done a total of four shows now and ironically enough that we're recording today. um, Today is exactly a year since I did the transformation challenge or transformation category. um, And I won, I won first place. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> but um, like you said, like it's just I've done his show twice. I did the transformation last year, and then back in June, um, I just stepped out of my comfort zone because, like I said, you know, just doing new things and trying new things. I did the um, men's physique, so these are all just a bunch of young kids. Not like I'm saying like I'm an old man or anything, but like a bunch <laughs> of like like 19, 18, 20 yeah, like year old kids. Age. Yeah, and they're all like shred. Like it's physique. These this isn't transformation, so it's all little shredded, one hundred eighty pound kids who, you know, fat to them was, you know, oh, I'm going to have pizza. And, oh, I got a little bit of a gut. Um, so I, I knew I was completely out of my, out of my lane, out of my comfort zone. Um, but this is when I like started working with a coach because I was like, hey, I was like, here's my mindset on this is I still have tons of loose skin um, from losing all the weight that I have. And I'm not against, but like I said, I have other financial goals um, to save up and get a house. So I've put off weight, um, you know, loose skin surgery. Um, mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, I was like, I really want to do a show, a normal person show and just own it. Because I feel like if I go and do a normal person show after I have the loose skin removed and I don't place at all, then I'm going to be like, damn yeah lost all this weight i spent thousands of dollars to look cosmetically normal and you know you ain't mm -hmm. shit you ain't shit so i you know just, i picked up a coach and we got down it was the same coach that got me down from this last one to 190 and i think i got down to like 202 show day so um but cycling back the transformation one that i won last year it's just something like Guzman, Christian Guzman, he puts on a hell of a show and just the community aspect of having everybody out there um, is amazing. Um, I've met a ton of guys, ton of girls from my class. And I felt like, um, you know, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but like our class, you know, my class that I was in, we inspired a whole lot of people. You did. And, and like, I'll never, I'll never like brag and be like, oh, it's because of me. Like I, you know, a lot of people are signing up, but like a bunch of my friends they, they signed up for uh, June and then some more due in October. And like, I'm not the first person who lost weight to do, uh, you know, a competition. But the fact that like last year when I won it, I go up there, I, I wear contacts, but I went up there with, with no contacts, no glasses. I couldn't see anybody out there. I just went up there and I owned it. I was wearing like, I think my shorts were like ice cream cones because I'm just that dude. And the last the last show that I just did, there were Oreos on them. And I just went out there and I just owned it. Like I just flapped my extra skin. And, you know, was it the sheer fact that I was literally the heavyweight? Like, because I lost the most and I was the heaviest that I won. Was it the personality? Was it blue skin? You know, I'll never know because it's really hard to like say, how do they judge that show? You know what I mean? Because there's so many, everybody's story is different. That's, that's, that's the reason why I keep going back. Like I have buddies, like I said, that are competing in October that I'm going to be out there for is there's so many different aspects. It doesn't have to be weight loss. It could be, you know, a cancer survivor. The guy who did uh, my show and came in second place, he, um, you know, was like paralyzed and he's walking around with a, with a, a walker now and just reclaiming his life, weight loss, weight gain. It doesn't matter if you have weight loss. There's no rules. It, you know, weight loss surgery doesn't matter what diet you follow. 
It's just an overall health, wellness, body, mind, spirit transformation show. Um, so his show is just something that I look forward to. And I'll probably keep going. I'll probably keep going. I mean, I don't There's no special treatment. I don't even <laughs> think they know who I am. Like, I know you're still with Buff Bunny. I, I got like a little alpha uh, temporary sponsorship, but I don't think they still remember who I am, but it's cool. You know, I just keep showing up. I'm I, I sure they do. Don't, <laughs> don't sell yourself short. Hey, right? I don't get but special no. treatment for it either. I had to buy my own spectator ticket just like everybody else. So. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but no, it's fun. Yeah. Well, this will be the this will be the first time that I get to go. Um, every time they've had a show, I've been on mm. vacation. So yeah. like I'll be out of town, so I can't go. So this year I'm going, I have a tattoo appointment right in the middle of it. So I'm going to go in the morning, go to my tattoo appointment and then come right back to summer shedding. Cause I've always wanted to go. I wanted to see the, like, I just want to see everybody compete. And like you mentioned, just the overall, like the vibe and the community that has been created with summer shedding is like none other. And I want Mm -hmm. to be there. And I've met so many girls through Instagram who I know are competing at Summer Shredding. And I want to be there to like cheer for all of them. I want to scream their names. I want to hug them after. And I'm really looking forward to being there. So I'm looking forward to meeting you in person there too. Hopefully we run into each other. But yeah, um, I love that you said that the transformation one is really about reclaiming your life because I for so long and I'm sure I don't know if you can relate but for so long I kind of got used to being big to the point where I was like "Mm, it's never gonna change so why bother like this is just who I am and it's like that moment when you just have that light bulb switch like I said before when you're just like no fuck this like I can I can do something like I can turn myself around I can turn my life around and all of these people that that compete in this specific uh portion of summer shredding they've done the same thing they've made the choice to to reclaim their life and turn everything around so it's very inspiring and that's how I found you when you won summer shredding last year that's how I came across your your Instagram (laughs) yeah it's it's definitely it's going to be a lot different for me this time because like I said, I'm not competing mm-hmm. like the, the first time a year ago competing. And this last time, um, I kind of have like a, I have a cool deal. Um, and I'm grateful for it is, um, something you touched on is I'm an athlete. Um, so mm-hmm. I have a sponsorship with, um, Redcon one. And if I compete, you know, they reimburse, they hook it up with the travel and all that stuff. So a couple of my boys were competing and I, and I had already came up with a decision that I, like I said, wanted to prove myself, you know, with the loose skin, with all the normal people. And I didn't like, I didn't tell a soul about it. Like, I don't know if you're friends with, or if you know, uh, one of my friends, Keto D, but he was competing. He was posting about it. He was excited. He was, and I had a couple other friends. I knew a lot of people who were competing. I think we all do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of just like showed up. I was just, showed up. (laughs) I, I literally booked my flight and then like all my, all my friends, when I showed up to the athlete meeting orange and with an athlete shirt, I'm like, like you, that's right. You're like, you asshole. It's like, but I was like, I was like, I was like, don't worry. It's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking your shine. Like, and that, that was tough because the transformation show is in the morning. Yeah. And then, the, and then there's the break. And yeah. then I was literally in the last class physique was like the last class. So like, I was starving. Like if you ever do a show, like you're, you're on minimal water, minimal carbs. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God. 
but no, it's fun. It's fun. And I can't wait. Um, this, this year is pretty stacked. I know a couple guys and a bunch of girls who are, I think I saw something on a story, like there's like 50 girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's going to, mm-hmm. I don't know how many top, I don't know how many, like they're probably going to pick like a top 20 and then they pick like the top five. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah no, it'll be, it'll be, gonna be some tough competition but also be really exciting yeah. um, i want to try and set up like a like a i've talked to des about it. i want to try and set up like a past the mic type thing like before the show yeah you know just to get everybody's like stories i want to do it alpha land but i guess they're still not on the ball i guess alpha land won't be open for it <laughs> so we might need to find like some mutual like hotel conference room or something just to get everybody together because i don't think anybody's gonna want to you know show day everybody's just be thinking about food and stepping on stage and finishing it up so either like before or after yeah just try and set something up are you staying there the whole weekend are you gonna be here the whole weekend um yeah i fly in thursday and then uh sunday morning i'm out gotcha um so, i don't know so maybe maybe there can be like a like a restaurant with like a you know the private little rooms that y'all yeah. can book and that that'll be that'll be cool um i'm gonna rewind a little bit um yeah. you mentioned how like you had this big uh, span of time where, mm-hmm. you know, you were hungry <laughs> at the show. And I want to talk about the training for the show and how it differed from your, your weight loss part of yeah. training, um, because it's very different. I'm not cut out for competing. I, I tried mm-hmm. to start a bodybuilding um, cycle at the beginning of 2021. And by month five, I was like, yeah, this thing won't work for me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, which is okay. I've always said you can pivot from things that no longer serve you. I wasn't going to serve me. It was going to affect my mental health and I knew it. So I was like, just kidding. not going to do this, but I do want to talk about that. Like, so what, how did it differ from weight loss to compete to training for a competition? So, um, I've always enjoyed, like I've said, I've done like CrossFit and all the other stuff, but predominantly like my training has always been like bodybuilding just working specific muscle groups. Um, things are getting a lot heavier now, now that I have some, um, more calories going through me. Um, but as far as the change, so I did the first initial summer shred last year, and then I did the first WBFF, um, show in Orlando on my own, no coach, nothing. And I think what really, what it comes down to is take it with a grain of salt. Like people who are listening, if you want a coach, get a coach. If you feel worried, get a coach. If you have all these questions, you can reach out or get a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's no gun to your head. If you feel like you want the assistance, get it. It's not cheating. Um, but what it comes down to is, and what I noticed was extremely different was I had no clue about all the tips and tricks that go into peak week and like the weeks leading up, like the water manipulation, the carbs. I think it's a lot different. Um, or actually I know it's a lot different um, with people with like loose skin and stuff, because when you're a regular bodybuilder, you're cutting, 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 getting to that low weight. And then there's usually a carb up like the day of, or the day before, because one thing that I've noticed is the day after the show, once you're depleted and you're on so little water, so little carbs, the day after, once you hit the carbs, they all just gravitate and like fill in everything. So I was like, Oh, like my abs, like my arms never look that big. It's just, it's the the manipula it really is manipulation. It's something that I've talked to um one of my buddies who's competing in October. I was like, welcome, like you're gonna get the itch. I was like, this is um professional dieting. Mm-hmm. Professional diet, because that's what it is. Like the training 
to an extent doesn't really change. Um, you know what I mean? Like once one thing that I learned is I was like going streaming hard, going like six, seven days a week, but you know, like, okay, this is your rest day. We need your body to, you know, recuperate and grow. And then, you know, going into, you know, having a coach and training is like, okay, three days out, you're done. You're just chilling. Like just let your body fill up, fill out. And then, you know, show day, do push-ups, do squats, do bicep curls, just to mm-hmm. you know, get your blood flowing. Yeah. Um, what, what is the mentality like after the show? Because there's so much buildup leading up to show day, right? And yeah. whether you win or lose, like, then it's just over, right? And like, I know like people, like girls talk about this all the time when they're like, they're, they're getting married, right? Like there's all this mm-hmm. planning and buildup to the wedding day. And then yeah. the ceremony is like there and the, the, the reception is all like a flash and then it's all over so quickly. So I don't know, yeah. I'm, I've never been married and I've never competed, ah. but I can assume it's yeah. very similar. Like there's all this buildup and then, and then it's just over. So what is your mentality like after the show? So, and this is where I think, you know, people in our category, um, you know, who have dealt with obesity and weight loss, is it could be extremely crucial to, you know, understand your why, understand, you know, your triggers before, um, because you're, like I said, it's an extreme competition, dieting. Um, so you're gonna, you know, after you step step off the stage, it's not about controlling like, oh, I have I have discipline. You're gonna want to eat. You, you know, I don't consider it a cheat meal, but like this last show that I just did in Vegas it was more of a vacation for me. Like I took two weeks off of work um, because it was in Vegas. And then, you know, I went to Utah with my girlfriend. So I was like, I understood. I was like, Hey, I even told my coach is like, after the show, going to eat. And then I was like, after that, I'm going to be on vacation. Like I'm not tracking things on my fitness pal. I'm not bringing the food scale with me. I'm not going to, like, I like to say, I'm not going to eat like an asshole, mm-hmm. but if I have ice cream, if I have pizza, so be it. So like we said, I got down extremely low. I got down to 190 and then I got back to Florida two weeks later and I was like 220. But realistically, like I said, I usually sit at 210. So that was an extremely low weight. So yeah, I gained 30 pounds, but you know, it fell off shortly after because it's just sodium and just mm-hmm. food that's sitting and not really digesting. Um, but like I said, you really need to tap into that mindset of, okay, I've been extremely discipline i've been working towards this goal um not going to go too far off but then also you know like finding something else like it doesn't have to be diving into another show like i did four year i did four, uh, four shows in the year um and i don't know how people who do multiple i don't know how people do more than that like that was rough for me like being in a calorie deficit and being in weight loss for the better part of five years has been rough so that's where i'm at now is like trying to like I said, picking goals. So like you said, after a wedding, after a show, finding something, what's next for me? What's mm-hmm. what's going to be my next big goal? So even though it's not competing, it's like, okay, I still have goals. It's just not to, you know, shred down and step on stage again. So I think just having that goal, stepping on the stage, and like you said, win or lose, um, because it could be tough. I, you know, I could be called a hypocrite because, hey, well, you won transformation. Okay, well, I also went into another show knowing I had absolutely no chance. So, you know, you're still worthy. You're still valid. Like, it doesn't matter how you lost weight, 
It doesn't matter how much you lost compared to somebody else. Like go up there and own it. Like it's a transformation vision. Go out there, tell your story. If you're comfortable in your skin, own your skin. If not, you know, there's a couple guys who like kept their, their stomach tucked. That's fine. There is no right or wrong. Like, yeah, somebody's going to get a trophy and then a couple people are going to get medals, but regardless, you owned it. You took, you know, you took, it took everything you got to step on stage in front of hundreds of thousands of people. So, mm-hmm. um, you talked about loose skin. So I kind of want to pivot here and I want to talk okay. about, uh, body image issues. We okay. know that women are very vocal about this right now and yeah. they have been for the last few years. And I applaud that. And I'm so happy that, you know, women are finally standing up for themselves and each other and saying, listen, there's more than just one ideal body. Um, yeah. And so I think it's easier for women to talk about their feelings and things like that. Not so much for men, just because of the social norms around like machismo and being the tough guy. Um, So let's, let's talk about that because you still have your loose skin. Um, Mm. Like there's, you'd have to be super blessed to not have loose skin after such a major weight loss transformation. And you competed with your loose skin and you display it proudly on social media on stage Um, and I know you mentioned before, you know, that when you were bigger, like you, you didn't care cause you were just kind of used to being the big guy. Um, yeah. but how has like body image affected you before, during, after, does that even affect you? Um, so there's definitely, and I don't want to say like body dysmorphia, but there's that same, you know, thing like, damn, not like damn, but like, I wonder if or what I would look like at this number. So something like I've talked to my girlfriend about is like, okay, I'm at like 210 right now um, with loose skin. And it's like, you know what? Maybe if I didn't have loose skin, I not that I would, wouldn't feel or would or wouldn't feel comfortable, but maybe I could push like 230 if my skin was tight and look good not look and that's like I don't know how to I don't know how to word it but you know what I mean like if I didn't have it I could definitely be bigger and look more sculpted yeah exactly so you know what I mean like it doesn't really give me like body dysmorphia I don't really look in the mirror like damn like I need to work harder but you know there's times where I look in the mirror I'm like okay I'm seeing changes but I want to keep going like I want to keep pushing like there's only so much you can do like you said I lost a lot of weight so you know my arms kind of filled out um you know my back um but you know the gut and then the uh the thighs definitely it's not much you can do like you lost a lot of weight and I think one of the things besides financially what's held me back from having loose skin uh surgery is just the fact that like it is I don't want to say normal but like cosmetic surgery in general is very normal this time and day um and a lot of surgeries are you know like breast augmentation and breast implants for like women so when guys you need to find a specific surgeon because you know i see a lot of guys who have like you know the tummy tucks and all that stuff and then they have huge scars because when these surgeons do women they do the incision and they put the implant obviously the incision sits underneath the breast Mm -hmm. so like i'm not that i'm not ashamed at all of my body but like i was like i was like i don't know if i want to spend $20,000 $20,000 and have scars like I'm I'm pretty right. good you're gonna you exchange the loose skin for scars <laughs> yeah and, like, and like I even talked to like a doctor's like oh 
He's like, yeah, but you know, scars will fade with time. I'm like, yeah, granted, but I was like, it's not that bothersome to me. So like you said, like, it's kind of, you know, the body positivity and all that stuff on social media is like, yeah, I've like always owned it. And there's one girl who's like my little sister and she competed and like, she went out there and like, she calls it, she calls it the Poro flap, but she like went out there and like owned it and flapped her stomach. <laughs> and I was like, and she was so upset because she was, she went up in the first round and then like they pick whatever top 10, top 14. Mm-hmm. And I was like a cheerleader. Like I was bouncing from uh, the audience, to the backstage, hyping them up and I ran back and forth. And then I ran to the back because she did the first round and she was so heartbroken. She's like, I forgot to do it. I was like, you're, I was like, you're good. I was like, do it the next round. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, do it the next round. She's like, what? She got called, like her name. So with transformation, like you, you don't know mm-hmm. until like you're sitting on the sideline. You don't know until like you hear your voice. Cause then it's like, oh shit. Like they're playing my video on the screen. I was like, do it the next round. She made the next round and she did it. Um, but yeah, just. I feel like you said, there's a lot of, there's a lot more advocates in the female thing in the, in the fe- with females than males, because like you said, it's more like macho and stuff. And like, I'm a pretty big dude. Like I lift heavy, I drive a truck, but like, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's a lot harder to inspire and engage guys because all they want is like huge dudes who like bench 300 and squat 700 and have tats and like are badass and they don't want to hear about the, the, you know, losing weight and like owning and loving yourself and all that. So they don't want to hear that shit. Um, so, you know, it's definitely normal. And, you know, I, I, I like to think of myself as, you know, just being open and honest and, Hey, mm-hmm. this is my body. This is what I've been through. And I'm just literally here to tell my story. That's it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and even if there's those guys who don't want to hear your version of it, there are plenty of other people who, do look up to you and who are inspired by everything that you've been able to accomplish. So those are the people who are listening. And those are the people, I don't say that nobody else matters, but no, no, it matters to them. And so I'm glad that you have this space where you can share that comfortably and publicly and help others um, along their, their journey along their way. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about uh, advice. For newbies, because there's, you know, I'm sure we, you talked earlier, I wrote it down. It's like you mentioned about yeah. like your DMs, you know, uh, being full and not being able to reply to everyone. And I feel the same way. And I, 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 I try to a lot time to reply to people, but I don't get to everyone. And yeah. I mean, there have been times where people go off on me and like, you can't even bother to reply. Like I follow you, you can't even follow me back. And it's like, Bro, yeah. chill. Like I'm not, per- yeah. not doing it on purpose. Um, I'm a regular yeah. person. I have I have a pulse. That's it. Yeah. Like I eat, sleep. Well, and I say that too. Like I'm very honest about my life. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm a I'm a social media person, but yeah. outside of my phone, you know, of the camera, I also yeah. have a, a full time career. I have a job, just like you have a job. You know, yeah. you have a family. I have a family, and these things also take um, time priority. Yeah. And so you can't, people can't expect us to reply to every single DM. So back to my original question is advice for newbies who, you know, I'm sure there's tons of people who have questions who want to know how to get started or what just general advice that we can give to people or for you, I guess I want to, I want you to gear it more specifically towards men because I've had a lot of women 
on the show who have gone through weight loss um, transformations and things like that. Um, I really want to target this one a little bit more towards the men, just because I want there to be more resources for the men. So any advice, it could be anything. Um, I mean, kind of, kind of like you said, you know, I, I, I've felt bad. Um, but it's something that, like I said, with like mindset type, uh, stuff that I've been working on is like, you can't, you absolutely cannot. And I don't understand how like people with hundreds of thousands and like millions, I mean, I don't think, I don't think there's anybody with like millions in like the weight loss sphere. Um, but you know, and obviously like they have professional things, like they have a, a manager and stuff to answer their DMs, but there's just, I found it that I can't answer and I won't answer because there's just not enough time and not everybody, it's not all one size fits all. So I could sit besides and give, you know, a person 10 minutes, 10, 20 minutes, but then another person, another person, they're all asking very specific. So I think that's one of the greatest things that like Instagram has that little highlight thing above your, you know, your post, whatever. So you can put a couple things. And a lot of my videos are like old because it's kind of just the same stuff, like um, for my guys and for my girls. And like, I've spoken to a couple of girls too. It's just find whatever you enjoy to do and do it. Um, There's nothing, I mean, losing weight, it's going to sound harsh, but losing weight's not hard. Um, It's, you know, it, it takes time. You need to be disciplined. But once you find a food, if you find a way of eating, if you find any type of activity that you could sustainably do when you don't feel like you're in prison like oh shit i gotta go mm. i gotta go do go do zoom but like if you enjoy zoom go do zoom but if you like crossfit go do crossfit if you like my brother likes running he's lost weight running god bless you no not, not for, for me, me. <laughs> no um so this i mean geared towards guys and girls just get out and do something and as far as you know geared more towards guys like um don't be afraid. Like, dude, go into the gym. Like who cares if, if bro over there is, you know, you know, dumbbell curling 45s, like, mm-hmm. cool. You have a different story. Like you don't know how long he's been in the gym. You don't know what, you know, he's taking besides protein powder. Like stop comparing yourself. I feel like a lot of people, guys, girls, everybody, you know, even like whatever, like animals, like it's just nature that, you know, we're so stuck in that comparison. So don't compare yourselves guys. Like, yeah, the gym can be intimidating. You go in, you see all these big dudes, um, even like weight loss, like looking at pages like mine. It's like, dude, well, you lost 200. Okay, cool. You know how many, a lot of people have lost a lot of weight and sometimes regain. Like I'm blessed that I've had, you know, the discipline and, you know, no life altering events that have caused me to have a massive regain. Like I've put on, you know, during the holidays and stuff, but never more than like 20, 30 pounds. So like just stop comparing yourself and success and the timelines of people's, you know, weight loss and other goals. Just set your set your goal, keep moving. Find little daily habits that you can do daily and just do them. Yeah. That's the gold right there. It's the the daily yeah. habits. It's it's yeah. making this a lifestyle. And I always say that it's a lifestyle. Like people are like, how do you find the motivation to go to the gym? I don't, I just, it's just my, my lifestyle. I just go. Yeah. It's just, it's just part of my routines, part of my day. I'm used to it. It's my thing that I do. Are there days when I'm not motivated? Sure. Absolutely. But you know what? Yeah. I still go. And, and sometimes I don't, yeah. but like, it's just, 
I'm not seeking validation or someone to tell me eat right, go to the gym. Like it's just my life now. And, and that's the gold right there. That's the key to maintaining is that when it becomes just part of your routine, it just becomes a habit and then you're able to maintain. So I love that you said that. Um, I think that's the first time anyone has ever said that as their advice, because I've asked people that all the time. So I'm glad that you, you said that. Um, So do you want to, we're almost to the end. Is there anything that you want to kind of like spill the tea on or give us Uh, a little, a little bit of uh, like what's next down the road for you? Anything. (laughs) No tea. I drink black coffee. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, just like I said, just, um, you know, finally in a like maintenance and then ideally purposely. And like, I wonder like, Obviously, I don't need to post every move, but I wonder, like, as I progressively put on a little weight and, you know, get a little bigger, whatever, but, oh, he gained weight. I'm like, yeah, I intended to. Mm. I intended to. You know what I mean? Um, so nothing really big besides that, just finding, I think, just like anybody is, um, you know, I lost the weight. Cool. Like we said, find another identity. So just trying to find what's next for me career-wise. I like having a nine-to-five. I like like blue-collar work. I like lifting weights and getting calluses on my hand, but just finding something that could obviously make me money that I enjoy kind of just Mm -hmm. like weight loss. Everything goes like hand-in-hand. Like you you don't want to train and eat somewhere that makes you miserable. You don't want to show up to work and be surrounded by people or stuff like that that make you miserable. Mm -hmm. So that's my no tea, black coffee. That's my uh, black coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So... So what's next for you? For me, um, I am just going to continue to grow this baby podcast because um, okay. I just started it in March of this year. And well, I like the setup. It looks very professional. Thank you. You're the second person because I, re- I recorded with someone yesterday too. And they're like, we love your setup. I was like, yeah, this is my everything room. This is my ah, cardio room. I see this it. is my podcast it. room. It's my YouTube room. So it's just like see it. every wall <laughs> has a different purpose in here. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I just want to continue to grow this because this right here, everything in this room, um, I feel like it fulfills me and it okay. makes me happy. And while I love working in education while I felt that at one point I had a purpose in the field of education I don't feel like as passionate about it anymore um so my goal is to to grow this so that I can focus on this and I feel like for me I like having a purpose in things I like knowing that whatever I'm doing is affecting me but also the people around me in a positive way And that's why I love teaching because I love seeing, you know, when I sat down with my students and I explained something, when they got something like their face, like light and bright enough because they're like, oh, I get it. I get it. Um, I miss that feeling and I don't get to see that anymore. And so I feel like it's time for me to, again, pivot, shift gears and find something else where I can still get that feeling. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's what's coming up next for me and then I will be at summer shredding and I still I'm still with buff bunny so yeah just lots of exciting things going on over here nice very nice um so tell everyone where they can find you um plug your instagram socials all that stuff (laughs) so just um it's just poro92 on instagram I have I have a tiktok too but for some reason it's poro92 but like when you look it up 
it doesn't, I don't know. Like I posted something and people were like, Oh, I can't find, I can't find you, but it's literally spelled the same way. P O R R O 92. Um, while you're talking, I'm going to see, I'm going to find out. <laughs> yeah. See if it works. See if it works. Um, but no, that's just like my only social. Um, I have Facebook, but that's just like, I literally only use it to look up like old memories that I've posted. It worked. No, you're oh, right. See, I don't know. I've got no clue. That's I've got weird. no clue. Huh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, yeah, like I said, like I have Facebook, but I hate to say it, but like, I don't use Facebook because it's all like people that I grew up with who are just like miserable. They're complaining about their jobs or like masks and uh, just like, okay. Okay. I'm so glad I'm not the only one that feels that way. No. I no. hate getting, okay. not that I've like outgrown people, but it's like, it's like the people you grew up with is like, damn, you still complaining about working at Denny's? Like, why are you still working there, dog? Just right. Make a change. You hate it that yeah. much? Leave. Um, which we didn't really talk on this, but mm. you do outgrow people in situations when yeah. you when you put yourself outside of your comfort zone. Um, mm. you you lose friendships, you lose, mm. you know, it just it's a natural thing that happens and yeah. Um, it's part, you know, like I said, I mean, when we could dive a little bit back into it, but it's just like, you know, it's kind of like, it's not really, but it's kind of like, say you're growing up and like your parents are like, okay, we're moving to another state. It's like, shit, I got to make new friends. It's like part of the process of growing up. It's like, I didn't do it intentionally, but most of the people that I associate with have lost weight. And like, I have like group chats on Instagram and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And like, I've worked on rebuilding relationships from my past locally but there's just not a lot of like conversation because a lot of these people are still like going out drinking i'm not mm -hmm. i'm not sober like I, I choose not to like drink and it's not because calories or anything but it's just like not my deal so it's like i don't want to go out to the sports bar and get drunk whatever i'd rather just work out and chill and like be a loser and read a book and <laughs> you know what i mean just do me if you're a loser you know. for doing those things i'm a loser too then yeah hey <laughs> you know what i mean we're we're literally losers, losing weight and just and growing this. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for squeezing me in today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you know, we've, yeah. we've been wanting to do this for a while and I'm, I'm so glad yeah. that we were finally able to do it. And I appreciate you so much. And I look up to you so mm -hmm. much. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Great guys, time. we'll see you next week.